Five o'clock, good afternoon. The public protector has found that KwaZulu-Natal MEC for Health Dr. Sibongisen Glomo's usage of a medical helicopter in 2012 was not in violation of the Executive Ethics Code. Madon Sela tabled her findings in Pretoria earlier today. The report follows an investigation into a complaint by the DA's provincial member of legislature, Sizwe Mkunu. He alleged Glomo improperly used the emergency helicopter to attend a private political event. Now, according to Mkunu, this resulted in the failure by emergency medical services to save the life of a child who died in a car accident on the same day. Madon Zella explains her finding. There is no evidence that indicates that the emergency medical helicopter that was used by MEC Thelmo on that day in question was required for that emergency or any other. However, the policy is inappropriate as there is a real risk of a person dying because of the emergency medical ambulance being unavailable while being used for administrative purposes. The arrangement also feeds to negative perceptions regarding competing needs of patients and departmental management. Now, ESCOM continues to assure the country that reports that it's preparing for a national blackout are unfounded. The utility says the energy supply remains constrained which was why it ran a simulation test called Exercise Breaking Dawn. Now, some media have reported this to be an indication that the power utility is bracing itself for an imminent worst-case scenario. Energy analyst Chris Yelland says that uh, until additional power stations are completed, load shedding will continue. I don't think the worst is over. I think uh, load shedding is here with us to stay uh, perhaps for two years, uh, even a bit longer, uh, until uh, we bring on short-term measures of increased power generation, as well as the longer-term measures of completing Madupi and Kusili and Ingula power station. Uh, and until we can bring on these additional supply-side uh, options with increased generation capacity, Eskom is not going to have enough space uh, to do the necessary maintenance to deal with the maintenance backlog without uh, having load shedding. The Cape Business Chamber has welcomed today's ruling by the Supreme Court of Appeal in Bloemfontein, which orders road agency Sanwell to disclose information relating to the proposed tolling of the N1 and N2 highway in the province. Chamber President Janine Myberg says the ruling is a victory for transparency. In addition, the toll fees were nearly three times as high as the e-tolls in Kharatin. Now we know that the consortium expected revenue of 48 billion rand over the course of the concession. The toll fees will significantly be a high cost for the cruise and wine export industry as well. In other news now, Britain and the United States have expressed concern about rigging in the counting of votes after Nigeria's elections. The race between the current president, Good Luck Jonathan, and the former military ruler, Mohamedou Buhari, is seen as the tightest since the end of military rule 16 years ago. Here's the BBC's Andrew Harding. A jittery mood has descended on Abuja. Although most monitoring groups have praised Saturday's vote, diplomats are increasingly concerned that rigging may be occurring as the results are now collated. The British High Commissioner, Andrew Pocock, has taken the unusual step of announcing concern about the integrity of the collation process. Mr Pocock said no allegations have been confirmed, but that Britain has expressed its concerns to Nigeria's presidency and is actively supporting the country's independent electoral commission and its chairman, Atihiru Jega. 
Uh, top Lufthansa official has warned that the missing flight data recorder may have been too badly damaged when German Wings flight 4U9525 crashed in the French Alps last Tuesday. Lufthansa board chairperson Kay Kratke said it might not have been sending signals. So far, only the cockpit voice recorder has been found in the crash scene where 150 people lost their lives. Analysis of the voice recorder has suggested co-pilot Andreas Lubet aged 27, crashed the plane deliberately after locking the pilot out of the cockpit. And to wrap up, South Africa's Trevor Noah is expected to be named by U.S. satellite channel Comedy Central to replace John Stewart as a host of its flagship news program, The Daily Show. Stewart announced he's leaving the show this year after 16 years at the helm. Show and voice peace with this report. Trevor Noah has made three appearances on The Daily Show as a comedic contributor, a platform that takes a poignant yet satirical look at the day's main news events, mainly in the United States and particularly the politics of Washington. Comedy Central President Michelle Gaynor is quoted as playing down Noah's lack of television experience, saying they found in Trevor the best person for the job. The timeline for John Stewart's departure is yet to be set, so it remains unclear when Noah will make his official debut in the hot seat. The South African comedian is currently on tour in Dubai. Topping news at five, the public protectors found that KwaZulu-Natal MEC for Health Doc Sibon Senedlomo's usage of a medical helicopter in 2012 was not in violation of the Executive Ethics Code. Madan Sela tabled her findings in Pretoria earlier today. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. I'll be back with headlines at 5.30.